You know, I'm all about reducing friction. I want to help business people reduce the amount of friction when it comes to interacting with their customers. And I love appointment scheduling from the Vendasta Marketplace for doing this. This is a great product. It's 100% HIPAA compliant. It's available in eight languages, English, Spanish, French, German, Japanese, Portuguese, Italian, and Dutch. What it gives businesses is the ability to power the way that their customers book appointments. It can happen right on the website and they can see real-time availabilities and get automated reminders that they booked that appointment. So imagine if you are changing somebody's oil, that's your business. You're the oil change place. And instead of phoning in to book an appointment, I can just go online and book it right on your website and get a reminder that I have that appointment. Clients can get up to 40% more bookings by using this solution and reduce their no-shows and save hours every single week. So make sure that you talk to your partner success agent or head to vendasta.com backslash marketplace for more details on appointment scheduling for your website. Conquer Local. This is the Conquer Local podcast with your host, George Leith. Well, this week in the Conquer Local podcast, we are in New York City. And if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Gordon Burrell joining us on the show. He has his local advertising convention. It's one of my favorite weeks to come to New York and to meet with all of the media people that are working with uh, Burrell and his organization. And uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Gordon Burrell will be on the show coming up next. It's another edition of the Conquer Local podcast, and we have the privilege of joining us online, Gordon Burrell from Burrell Associates. And Gordon, really excited to have you on the show. It's a big week for you here in New York because uh, your big convention is happening. And I want to give the listeners a bit of an overview of some of the the insights that you're going to be sharing with the, uh, usually it's well over 300 people that that attend your uh, convention. So welcome to the podcast, and we're looking forward to your big week. Hey, thank you. We're looking forward to it, too. You know, we put a whole lot of effort into running this conference, and we have the best uh, of the best in terms of speakers, the folks who really know what's going on. And it's a big challenge, George, to tell people something new, because everybody seems to already know just about everything. Um, so we're trying to give them in New York this, uh, this new view of really what is happening. And also, uh, some of the ads for the conference have said, pretty much what it's about, which is cut the crap. And that is what's really happening out there. Go on, you know, let's stop trying to sell and polish up all this stuff. And, you know, what's really going on and what are SMBs doing? Yeah. And, you know, I've liked that about your event. It's, it's the ninth event that you've had. And, and I think that you've done that all along where, you know, there isn't a spin. It's, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about the research that leads into the convention. Though. I think it's important for our listeners to understand this is the most extensive research piece of uh, business owners. And, uh, you know, I think you reference them as advertisers in the United States. And, and really, that is the, the um, meat and potatoes underneath why this convention is is that data. So let's talk a little bit about that survey. Sure. Um, we have a whole bunch of things that feed into the insights, and the survey is really just a piece of it. What we do is track ad spending by every single business in North America, U.S. and Canada, and how much they spend. And there's 24, 25 million of them. Um, 
it's a it's a tough business to be able to actually do that. But every business reports to the government what it spends on advertising, and then we do this large survey that you referenced, really to begin to sort out what they are spending that money on, whether it's print media, broadcast media, digital media, etc., and how it's trending, what's changing in their plans to advertise. And we are indeed in a great, great deal of flux. It's the largest survey in, uh, in North America. We, we conduct it once a year from April until July. And then we do a panel every month of about 2,000 advertisers that supplements that information as well. Well, when I look at the list of speakers that um, you have at the event this year, it really is a who's who, like Tim Murphy from Entercom, uh, Caroline Beasley from the Beasley Broadcast Group. You got my friend Kirk Davis from Gatehouse. You have done a great job over the years of bringing in the leaders in the space. What, you know, what are some of the, the speeches that you're expecting to really you know, rock, the, rock the foundations with, with some learnings this year? Well, I think you'll find some great insights from Rashad Tabakawala from uh, one of the largest uh, ad agencies out there. He's their chief strategy officer. And he sits, you know, um, with all these big national advertisers trying to figure out what they're doing. There's great relevance. We've shunned national advertising because we really want to focus on local. Local acts pretty different than the than, than national. But what he's seeing is really insightful, and that is a coming together of, of um of all of these opportunities at a media company to serve these local advertisers in marketing, just like these big agencies do. And he sees it as a very, very powerful package in local markets for a new crop of, of, of ad agencies, people who are not just the old timey ad agency, but a new crop, particularly very, very digitally savvy people. And of course, media companies as well. And then we've got John Fulgoni, who's the co-founder of, uh, of Comscore and the chairman emeritus. And I've challenged him to give us, and I've seen his deck, it's just tremendous, some insights on these new platforms and what we really have to worry about. There's just a way, way too much to worry about. And I so what are the things we need to worry about that, that are coming up really fast and are going to have a significant effect, not just piddle away? And so he's looking at OTT um, over the top or um, uh, basically non-cable type video programming, non-cable, non-broadcast, all those shows on Netflix or, or Hulu or Roku that people watch and what that means, particularly to broadcast TV. Big, big changes there for advertisers as this audience shifts to programming that does not particularly include advertising. He's also looking at these smart speakers, which he believes will be very significant. I think you'll be surprised to see the, the infiltration of smart speakers into um, businesses, into uh, people's homes, and what they're capable of doing. So I think those two presentations in particular are really going to set the tone, in addition to one last one, and that is Randall Rothenberger, who is um, uh, head of the IAB, and we've challenged him to address ad fraud. What are you doing about it? What, you know, what are you going to do to prevent the whole thing from, you know, the internet from collapsing because of all this discussion about ad fraud, news and things like that? And the IAB has done a very significant uh, amount of work ensuring that particularly publishers are doing a really, really good job of cutting down on fraud. So let's talk about this, um, you know, the, the information that you were able to provide to media companies and agencies through this survey. You run this survey 
ask a whole bunch of questions of advertisers. And then as a, as a sales professional, I might be able to use that information in order to build a comprehensive strategy for a business person. How, how would I go about doing that as, as a salesperson? Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a great question because the information itself, George, is interesting. I mean, it really is. So what? I mean, what do, you, what do you do with it? You know, the last thing we need is more insights. We're just all overwhelmed. So here's what it really boils down to. If I could look at all the survey results and everything they're telling us about newspaper advertising and outdoor advertising and social media and search engine optimization and events and email and their spending levels and all that stuff. And you said, okay, just tell me one thing that's really, really important. What does, what characterizes everything? And I'd say, these people are pissed off and, and they're confused. And there's your opportunity. Go in and talk to them very frankly and don't try to sell them something, at least not right off the last thing they want to hear is how great your radio station is and it's better than the internet and the internet's full of that ad fraud or how great your newspaper is and that you shouldn't be listening to the reports about newspaper dying. You have a really healthy audience. Here's how big it is. They see through that. They really, really do. What they need is for someone to come in and talk with them about what they're doing, how much they're spending and give them some information, give them some research. Don't just talk to them about it, show them some data that helps them. One of the things that we offer, George, is uh, the ability to see how much is spent by any particular local advertiser or an advertiser like them, dentist, furniture store, real estate agent, restaurant, etc., in a particular market, uh, Toronto, Albuquerque, Los Angeles, Ahoski, North Carolina, etc. You show that bit of information to an advertiser and, and they really lean in. And if you show them what that florist in Albuquerque with 25 employees typically spends on advertising and how it's split up, how much they spend on search engine optimization, how much they spend on uh, banner ads or newspapers, et cetera, they really lean in. So I think that's the, the actionable part of it is you've got to be a marketing consultant. You can't be a salesperson anymore. You really have to consult with them, have their interests at heart, come to their business prepared, know all about what it's like to run an HVAC business or a plumbing business and what their particular marketing needs are. You got to help them. Yeah. And that, so, you know, I, we've been working closer with you over the last year and I, and I will tell you that I have been on some sales calls using your data along with sales reps as we're out training um, organizations. And I found it to be very, very powerful. You're sitting across from a furniture store owner and uh, the furniture store owner is wondering if they're spending enough in the marketplace, or wondering what their level of spend should be, wondering where they should be putting the dollars um, versus their competitors. And the fact that you have that data from all of those advertisers across the US, it really is some powerful information. I've used it face-to-face firsthand, and I found it to be very valuable to help explain to the customer why the spend should be at a certain level for them to win in the marketplace. Now, of course, you have to deliver on that spend, and you have to deliver results. You know, Let's just say that that happens, but 
but in the first conversation, I find there to be a lot of, um, you know, you, you use the term pissed off. I think it's also because the salespeople have had a tendency to just say whatever was to their benefit on the call and have not really been digging into the data to show the client exactly where the, the universe uh, lies. So if you're able to present uh, really good information for the customer that uh, that backs up what you're saying, it really adds to that trusted local expert that we've been talking about here at Conquer Local. It's That's really the holy grail. That's what they're looking for is a, somebody they can trust. And one of the things that we have discovered is that the conversations that really, really open up a pot of gold for a media company, an ad agency, are the conversations about how much time and money these businesses are spending in digital media. If you look at all local advertisers in our survey, about 3,500 of them, what do you think the average local advertiser spends on social media activities in a given year? You might think it's two, three, four, or five thousand dollars. It's seventeen thousand one hundred and ninety-one dollars on average. How many hours do you think they spend managing social media on average? 11.8. That's more than a day. It's a day and a half. So if you get to the advertisers and say, talk to me about how much you're spending on, on your Facebook posts or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, and how much time you're spending, what you begin to do is open up the realization that they are overspending and that, that it's gotten out of hand. So guess what? Media experts, marketing experts to the rescue. We can help you with that. We have social media management. We have listings claiming. We can do search engine optimization. Yeah, we know how to post stuff. We've got all these sophisticated programs. And by the way, you know, we're, we're marketing people. We're media people. We're experts. You're not. George, 74% of the people in our survey are rookies at marketing. And we determined that by asking them how many days a week and how many hours a week and how many years they've spent on marketing and calculated that if someone has spent 10,000 hours or more on marketing, they're masters at it. 74% are not. They're they're rookies and really, really inexperienced rookies. I'll tell you that. So they could use the help. Yeah, I, love, I want to take that to a real-world example. I was in Worcester, Massachusetts, working with uh, Kirk Davis and, and his uh, Worcester Magazine staff, and we went on a four-legged call with a client that was in the truck accessories business. And the woman that was booking the advertising and doing the marketing is the, is the girlfriend of the owner of the business. And we um, started to dig into where her ad spend was going and where her social media spend was going. And you know, she went to the file folder and started to pull out some receipts. And what I found was she was actually using using five companies that were delivering the same thing. Um, and what had happened is she had got excited and, and heard a good presentation and had bought that solution, but there was quite a bit of clutter out there. Uh, and we see that vendor clutter and, and we see that, that the uh, business person, because they're that rookie, they don't really know where the most effective piece. There's something that you've been tracking over the last couple of years. I always find it to be really interesting. It gets people up in an uproar. How many salespeople are calling on a client? And I know that that's a question that you ask. What's the what's that up to now? I believe in a month's time, it is up to about 15 people, and that's doubled in the past five years. Um, and that's really, you know, the people who are getting through. It's not the incessant emails that you're getting, you know, hey, most of which are, are misspelled or using really bad grammar. Um, I've noticed a page is not at the top of the search rankings. I can help you get there, you know. So people are really barraged with, uh, with, with calls 
And what we believe is that this is a time when weaker media companies, companies that just send out a really experienced sales rep at selling radio advertising or just selling newspaper advertising, you know, just have monolithic skills, they're going to fall by the wayside because these businesses very clearly in all of our surveys are looking for someone who is fair and someone who has some expertise. Remember uh, the, the miracle on 54th Street, the movie mm-hmm. where Santa Claus, you know, advises the woman to at Macy's to go over to Gimbel's because she'll find you know a better deal over there and it becomes a sensation. It's kind of like that. Imagine if you're a radio rep or a newspaper rep or a TV rep recommending perhaps that they might want to buy some advertising in a competing media because, hey, that works. What does it say to the advertiser? It says you have their best interests at heart. So you have to, I'm not recommending that you do that. You want to be smart and you want to, you know, sell them as much as you have to offer because you have their best interests at heart. But, you know, take, take that into account that these advertisers really are looking for fair advice. If you are fair with them, if what you provide them provides a great ROI in the marketing and it works, they're going to come back to you. If you don't, I'm going to listen to somebody else. Yeah, the trusted local provider has never been more important than it is today. Do you think that uh, those sales organizations that you work with, you're starting to see a better breed of sales professional? Overall, that's true. I got to tell you, probably about a third of the industry doesn't quite get it and maybe just provides lip service. They've got reps that are just dumb as punk and are just waiting for retirement. And I hope that day comes soon because they're just doing the industry a disservice. The other uh, two thirds are broken in half. So I think there's one third that's in transition and trying to learn, and they still have quite a ways to go. The top third, and it is about a third of the industry, have done a really, really good job. And they would be the the gatehouses, the um, uh, Cox Media Group, uh, Hubbard Radio. I, I could, you know, name a handful of them that are doing really, really well at sending out consultative sales reps. So the industry is changing somewhat, but I feel sorry for that poor, you know, lowly one third of Neanderthals out there. They're not going to make it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I've never heard it put better than that. I really appreciate it. I, you know, Gordon, I love going to the convention. It's probably the best show that we go to all year long. And uh, I understand you're coming to the second best show of the year, uh, Vendasticon to do uh, some more speaking around this data and this information. So I look forward to seeing you in Banff, Alberta on the 3rd of April. And uh, thanks for joining us in the Conquer Local Podcast. I really appreciate you taking time out of this very busy week for you here in New York to join us for a few moments and uh, have yourself a great afternoon. Thank you, George. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, some big takeaways from all of that research that Gordon and his firm have been doing. And uh, I always have some nuggets that I take away from his keynote address at the uh, local advertising convention here at the uh, Grand Hyatt. And we really appreciate Gordon joining us on the show. It's a busy week for him and for him to take time out to uh, be on the podcast this week is a true privilege. But a couple takeaways. We need to be training those salespeople and we need to be giving them the tools so that they can help those clients. And we also need to be watching the the space because I believe that that space is changing dramatically when it comes to where advertisers are thinking about spending their dollars and they're really looking for that trusted local expert. All of the research is pointing towards that and uh, yeah, 
lot more in that one. You might want to look back and listen to the episode again. Gordon Burrell. Um, if you've got questions, reach out to me on my LinkedIn profile. That's where we're starting to see more and more traction where people are asking questions. And also give me some ideas for upcoming episodes. We meet with our team that delivers the Conquer Local podcast on a weekly basis. And we're always brainstorming around uh, upcoming episodes. Thanks to Gordon Burrell. And thanks to you for listening. My name is George Leith. I will see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King and Jeff Tomlin. Audio engineering, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Writing by Michelin Gadet. Marketing by Devin Hennig, Michael Gatioan, and Brian Larson. Produced by Joshua Baker. Joshua Baker.